Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the wrap party where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here this week with Pastor Roger. He continued our series of Ephesians. We're in part eight, and he started the first half of chapter four, which really talks all about unity. Pastor Roger, why don't you give us a reminder of what you talked about in your message today? Well, you know, the first part talks about be, that we're called with a calling. And I made the statement at the very beginning of the message that if people walked out and they just really understood that, you know, they have a calling, there's a responsibility to that. Mm-hmm. And for various reasons, people don't. Um, take that calling, uh, calling seriously, or perhaps they don't think they have a calling, or you know they minimize it in some way, and um, you know by looking at other people. But if they would understand that if they're a believer and and part of the family of God, then without exception they they have a calling. Yep. And um, I talked a little bit about how that calling might look, the difference between natural gifts and spiritual mm-hmm. gifts. And, you know, Paul goes on in that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of content. There. Oh, yeah. There's so much content. Yeah, there sure is. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a, it, what a, what a, uh, uh, just packed with so much. Yeah. Really about unity, you mm-hmm. know, just the, the importance of unity. It makes me realize after reading that, like, Wow, we as believers have to stay unified together. And that means that, you know, it doesn't mean that we always agree on everything. Mm-hmm. I'm in a learning process. I'm changing sometimes my view on something that I might have held for a long time. I'm learning, I'm growing. Or, uh, you know, maybe it's just a tweak or a thought that uh, makes me, uh, you know, think a little bit deeper. And so I don't think we ever have to feel like we've arrived. Right. And so when you have that humility, one of the, you know, the things Paul talks about is walking in humility. Mm-hmm. I think when you do that, you open yourself up to really be, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and be led by the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, those things are important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I really appreciate how you, you talked about how we all have a calling and you said you've been called with a calling and at, at like the bare minimum, it's a call to unity within the body of Christ. And you mentioned, um, you said our calling is to reflect the character and heart of Jesus. And so I thought maybe you could just spend a minute or so kind of um, maybe unpacking what that looks like for somebody that maybe is like, well, I don't, I don't have a call in my life or what is my call? I don't know. Uh, well, it's, it's to reflect the character and heart of Jesus. Yeah. You know, I always think of, you know, the scripture uh, in 1 Corinthians, uh, the end of 1 Corinthians, it says, um, it talks about faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And the greatest of these is love. That's really basic. And so, the you know, 1 Corinthians, of course, is known, 13 is known as the love chapter. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful. But if you're operating in faith, which is why it's part of our uh, purpose statement mm-hmm. to be firm in the faith. If you're, um, if you have faith in your life, faith in God, in His Word, 
and what he said, his sovereignness, and you understand that. And then, you know, Teresa spoke at the women's conference and uh, along with Danielle mm-hmm. too. And, um, you know, she was talking about how hope a lot of times it's like one you don't talk about a lot. People talk about faith or they talk right, about, yeah. they talk about um, you know, love, but hope's kind of left out. And Teresa was sharing how hope was hard for her mm-hmm. because she's thinking, well, if I hope for something, I don't want to be let down. I think that hope really is a more spiritual hope that our hope is in, um, according to you know Ephesians 4, mm-hmm. our hope is in the fact that um, we've, you know, it's the, the fact that we have a relationship with mm-hmm. Christ, that right. he's coming back, we're saved, we're redeemed. Mm-hmm. Like that's our hope. And, um, and then, so when you operate in that hope, to me, there's a lightness that comes on a person's mm-hmm. life because their hope isn't in the world, in this world. Their hope isn't on, I'm sick, I'm, I'm poor. I wish I had what the other person had. Like hope in your life, knowing that it's an eternal hope mm-hmm. is really, really powerful. And so that's why Paul listed one of those in Ephesians 4. I talked a little bit about hope. But yeah, we need to be people of faith. We need to have hope in our life. And truly, we need to walk in love. Um, it's, you know, it's like for me, sometimes even that's hard when I see the depravity of the world. Yeah. When I see the agenda that they're pushing on the church or when they're pushing on society, gender issues and um, pronoun issues and um, just... Uh, those are, you know, those are, of course, just moral, moral things, but there, there's a lot more, right? right that, yeah. that the, the world's pushing on you and I'm like, no, 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 no. But sometimes that can make me angry. Whereas I still have to know, listen, God, the only way I'm ever going to make a positive change in my domain at Generation Church with the friends that I hold dear is if I walk in love, mm-hmm. if I'm opinionated now, now there's a place for people that are really gifted. It's again, right. talking about yeah. giftings mm-hmm. gifted in debate and argumentation, yeah. you know, but, but I think if you have that gift, then you also operate in love. Right. Yeah. So to the measure that God gives you, I talked about equal weight. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to walk out our calling with an equal weight. So once you determine what you know what that is, then you can look at your life and say, "No, I need to. I that needs to be of equal weight. I need to live my life in sort of way that it is of equal weight to support the calling that God has right. on my life." That's kind of what I got out yeah. of it. Yeah, that was really good, uh, defining the word worthy as of equal weight or balancing the scales. And even you said a few things, you know, it's it's where we have our daily conduct match our position in Christ, I think is how you said it. Yeah. And it's and so it really is about understanding the word of God that, yes, we all have a calling. Um, Some of it looks different. You talked about. Once you got through, I think it was um, starting in verse seven, where it starts going into like spiritual gifts. Um, we have different measure of these gifts, right? Um, and for you guys listening, 
If you didn't listen to the second service, give it a listen because Pastor Roger gave a really good illustration, I think, about what this looks like with his uh, Roger's 19-ingredient <laughs> lentil soup. <laughs> but that was really good because the, the salt shouldn't be jealous of how much pepper is put in the pot. Right, right. And the pepper shouldn't be, like, so proud right. of himself for having – a larger measure than the salt did. Right. It's all, we're all in the same pot of God, the one, one body, right. one spirit, you know, it's a great yeah. illustration. Yeah. That just came to me at the last moment yeah. right there, but it is, it's almost like measuring ingredients. Yeah. And, and, and it's so encouraging to me. Like, I don't think people really understand, like, you know, um, I love the giftings of even different pastors, like you're gifting mm -hmm. uh, a, a real teaching gift that God's given you. And so like when you preach, Ray, I just, I'm so, just, I'm so energized and encouraged because you have a way with, um, you know, encouraging others in that teaching gift. Whereas, you know, uh, Brian might speak a little bit differently mm -hmm. you know he's a, a he'll he digs a different way mm -hmm. you know, he'll yeah, dig, yeah. dig the scriptures or mm -hmm. maybe what resonates with him a different way but you know if we would all use our our gifts and and i talked about merit marrying your natural gifts with your right. spiritual gifts yeah, that's important and and i think that people might overlook that a little bit mm -hmm. because there are some natural gifts that you can truly use in a a spiritual way you know we were just outside together and before we came up here and did this uh this time this podcast and uh we were at the beach this last week uh at pensacola beach and we have some very very dear friends that uh came and visited us the last few days at the mm -hmm. beach they came from california and they're our very very close friends and steve is uh, uh he's just hilarious he just laughs all the time he's a He's a seven on the Enneagram, but uh, that doesn't even halfway compare with with the person that he naturally is, mm -hmm. you know, um, very athletic and just funny and makes people feel loved and and important. And it doesn't matter the age. You know, right. my grandkids were there this week and he's been spending an hour teaching Josiah how to uh, take pictures with his really expensive camera or it might be little Faye, who's only two, but, you know, he's, it actually kind of made me frustrated because she just jumps in his lap and will hardly barely do that with <laughs> me. Maybe, maybe I need to look into that, but that's just the kind of person he is, mm -hmm. but he's always, and he's a very sensitive person. So he has this natural gift to open people up, to make them feel relaxed and he brings people to Christ just because of who he is. He's not trying to be anything different than who God naturally made him to be. So what he does is he mixes that exuberance, that fun, you know, and mixes it with I'm Christ-centered. Mm -hmm. And when we were in Romania, we did kids camps, and that's how we, that's why we're so close with them is because they would come from Laurel Glen um, Bible Church in Bakersfield, California. They'd fly to Romania. We would do kids camps. And the orphans, I can promise you, there's hundreds upon hundreds of orphans that will never forget his yeah. face. Yeah. You know, because he's a sports guy and mm -hmm. ping pong and, you know, uh, 
just uh, baseball and tug of war and face painting and everything that we did at those camps. He's using his gift in sports, even in just being, having an exuberant personality and he's using it for God. You know what the key is? Don't lose your passion for God because you can still operate very nicely in this world in your natural gift. Just don't lose your passion for God. Like, it's really about that. That is our hope. And, you know, I was just talking about, yeah, it's great to believe for your marriage. It's great to believe for that relationship that needs to be whatever, you know, restored. It, it's great to, to have hope in this life, you know, for your children to be successful or to get that job. Those are great hopes. But if that's our only hope and you leave the God element out of it, you're losing out. Right on a lot of fruit mm-hmm. a lot of fruit easy picking fruit you know yeah. and i think what the devil wants to do is keep us all so busy mm-hmm. keep us tied to this world uh and what is it what was what, what was the very end of what i said to and fro uh where, where we're not tossed around right. what does this all do everything i spoke the very yeah. end so we're not tossed around to and fro. How does that read? This is uh, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. Yeah. What a great summation of those first 16 verses. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Great summation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, this um, this thought on hope, um, you know, you talk about how it there's things that are earthly things that we have hope in that are good things, mm-hmm. um, but they're not the best things. You know, our, our best hope is that Christ is returning where he will carry us all to completion. And so, um, you know, we've heard it said, we've said it ourselves that, um, we're saved, but we're being saved. You know, there's this idea of, um, of now, but not yet. Right. And so we have to hold on to the hope that when Jesus returns, that's when he'll bring everything into completion. And Ephesians talks about it. We've learned in the past several weeks, you know, Christ is building the church. He is saving the church. And what he's doing is he's building us together in one body uh, into the bride yeah. of Christ who will be prepared for his return. Mm-hmm. And so if, if we're hoping, hoping in even good things on this earth only, we set ourselves up to be let down, you know, maybe discouraged, maybe throw the whole thing out when things don't turn out how we want it to. But if we just hold on to our hope in Jesus Christ, like you said in your message, one day Christ will return with all the promises that he ever made. Right. He'll bring that final clarity where we're all with him for eternity in his presence. That's the hope we need right. to hold and on And none to. of that other stuff's going to matter. Right. None of it will. You know, as you were just um, sharing that, I had this thought of a tightrope. You know, if you're on a tightrope, um, if you're, you got to stay very balanced. And if you go one direction too much, you're going to fall to that side. And... You know, the things of this life or the cares of this life, which is, you know, the seed, which is my favorite parable. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 
it doesn't take much to fall off the rope on the wrong side, one side being like my hope in Christ, my desire to uh, know Christ and to make him known mm-hmm. versus the cares of this life and all the other things. And you're walking that rope. It doesn't take much of the world to make you fall one way or to make you fall mm-hmm. on that side. And, you know, you can look at it on the same way if you're on that tightrope, but you're filling yourself with good things and, and God's word and you're growing then you're going to fall to that side. Mm-hmm. But there's this balance. There's this, maybe that's the equal weight thing. I don't know. It's kind of the same thought, but yeah. 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 I think, I think so much about this life is balance, right? Because we're, we're told that we're in the world, but not of the world. Right. right. And so, so we have to live th- like, this is the only thing that we have to experience right now is our time on earth. Um, and it's short. And so what we need to do is, um, first and foremost, find God through Jesus Christ. But after we've done that, we need to bring others into the family. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so we have to navigate these relationships that are filled with hurt. And, uh, you talked about, you know, humility and patience and gentleness, all these things are required as we're, we're living in this life. And Cause you'll be non-effective yeah, if and, you're not walking. Exactly. It. And it's the Holy spirit that gives us the power right. to, to do all these things. So we're called to do something, but we don't do it in our own strength. We do it right. by the power of the Holy spirit. And so, yeah, it's, it's this balancing act where, mm-hmm. where we're, we're forced to live in this world. Um, but there's more to just existing, right? There's a call that God has on our lives that, we need to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. yeah you sum that up really well. Cool. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts for those listening? A word of encouragement, maybe? Yeah. Like James said, don't be a hearer, but be a doer yeah. of the word. Um, you know, either by listening to this podcast or, you know, the next thing that God's told you to do, do it. Like if God's, you know, uh, put on your heart to serve, so do it. If God's put on your heart to, take a particular exam, do it. If God's put on your heart to give to uh, something or someone or be faithful in some area, do it. Like, don't be a hearer of the word, just do it. And um, that's when you see growth. Otherwise, you're truly not, you're truly not walking in a redeemed manner. Mm-hmm. You're kind of walking blindly and you're not going to grow. So, Yeah. Just, you know, if, uh, it's very simple. Uh, it's a compound effect in your life. And like I just told you, think of that tightrope. Mm-hmm. You let a little bit too much of the world in, you put too much, you know, picture your arms out. You're on a tightrope with your arms out. And all of a sudden I put one thing in your right hand, Ray. You got your arms out mm-hmm. and I stick something in your right hand that is of the world, worry or this, this. Doesn't take much for you to now have to balance that mm-hmm. up. Hey, you know what's a good interesting thought is in order to balance that if you lifted your hand up kind of like you're giving it to right. god mm-hmm. you've lessened the uh the pendulum right yeah you know uh mm-hmm. you've lessened that you're handing it to god and now you're 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 st- stable yeah because you've given it to god and um and the, and and on the li- left side what does God say? My yoke is easy and my mm-hmm. burden is light. Right. 
<laughs> so he piles all this good on you, but there's no weight to it. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking too, you know, if we're in Christ, we're, we're anchored in Christ. And so if, if we start to fall the wrong way, we can only fall so far, so far, and then God can reel us, reel us in. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Pastor Roger, for your word and for this time together. Um, we pray that this is blessing you guys, and we hope that you'll tune in next week as we continue with chapter four of Ephesians. But for this week, that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.